0: This is Talking to the Dead with Janet Kubik, and I'm your host, Joe Oliva. Please welcome the star of the show, your friend, my friend, everybody's friend, Janet Kubik! (laughs)
1: Hello! I told myself I'm good, but I told myself this time I wasn't going to say anything about the intro, so this is me not saying anything about the intro.
0: Yeah. I changed it a little bit just for you.
1: You did. You spiced it up a little bit, broadened it out. I love it. Very nice. Thank you.
0: So today, we were sort of thinking of, we had a really fun episode last time. George Carlin came to visit us. Yeah. And we got a lot of great feedback on that. For today's topic, we got thinking about how amazing this gift is that you have, this ability that you have, or this talent as I like to call it, but you don't. <laughs> but like any with any gift, it's never easy and it's never without challenges. So we thought today we would talk about the challenges of being a medium.
1: Um there are, you know, many, many challenges that um come with this gift or ability or you know whatever we want to call it. Um, but that's as with anything in life, I think. Right, the good and the bad, and the balance between the two, and all that good stuff. Um, I think maybe where we'll start with it is is sort of from the beginning um, when I first was discovering that I had this ability to um, communicate with the other side. Um,
0: yeah. So let me just let me interrupt you for a second. Some people feel that they have this ability from birth, right? Yeah. You were you were different. You were. In your uh, mid twenties, right? <laughs> you're a little bit older than that, and and then yep. you just dis- discovered this enhanced. I'm going to call it enhanced ability because you say that everyone has this ability of intuition yes. or not. So you discovered your enhanced ability um, as an adult, and yes. so that you're talking about now the challenges of going from what I call a normie or a normal person <laughs> to someone with enhanced abilities like yours. Go on.
1: Yeah, and now when I think back, um, you know, on experiences, experiences of my life, I can see where my intuition played in um, at differing times in my life, um, but now with much more clarity than when I experienced them before. Um, but yeah, I didn't really sort of become kind of consciously aware um, of the ability and the ability certainly increased um, when... I became a little bit older. Um, So with that, I mean, initially, I think there's always the big piece, which is fear. Um, And fear is something that exists in our world. And it is something that we are all faced and challenged with in various ways in our experiences. Um, And it played into mine um, multiple ways in terms of the idea of mediumship. Um, It's a scary idea. thinking that you are communicating with something you can't see um something that's outside of what you've known sort of to be real or to even exist i mean i watch shows now all the time on tv and they're sort of constantly harping on oh ghosts aren't real spirit don't exist and and then, you know, all of a sudden now you're, you're trying to convince yourself that you're actually communicating with what somebody else is saying isn't even in existence. Um, right. So there's a lot of sort of internal struggle that was happening for me in regards to the ability. And then there's also the very external struggles. Um, spirit, has, um, I mean, multiple reputations, but in a lot of ways, um, not the best of reputations in some respects. In terms of the fact that a lot of people don't even believe that there isn't something that exists called spirit or outside of this human experience that we're aware of or consciously aware of, that we're living. Um, a lot of times people's impression of spirit is that they're bad or evil, or it's a negative thing. So part of the struggle was coming to terms with, um, what this meant for me, um, in terms of my relationship with others and how other people would perceive me and, um, feel about me. And it's been an interesting ride. I mean, From day one, I have to say that my family has been incredibly supportive, um, as well as my closest friends. Um, I did have two friends, they're going to laugh because they're probably going to listen and watch this, um, that kind of avoided the situation when it first started to arise. I do have one of my closest girlfriends from a long, long time ago, um, and uh, she needed to avoid me for a little while okay. um, because it just for her and as well as the other friend who sort of said, you know what? I know you, I trust you. I know who you are as a person. And she said, and because of that, I have to believe that what you're telling me is true.
0: That was me. That,
1: yeah. That was you too. Exactly.
0: And yeah. It's she's, like, I, I can't imagine you just creating an elaborate ruse of this nature and then, and then people always say, "Oh, you know, um, psychics—they're just trying to make money at it." Like I know how much money you've made at this. <laughs> not that it's. <laughs> so do you, I. <laughs> you go like I think you don't even really. You've gone months and months, maybe even a year, without even doing an in-person reading, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you, I don't know. Anyway, we're going on a tangent there, but go on. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'll try to go back. And she, um, this one friend in particular, she said. It's not that I'm um, uncomfortable with what you're doing, or it's not that I, you know, am uncertain about what you're telling me. She said, "I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready to believe that there are spirits, you know, present and and a part of my existence." She said, "I'm just not ready for it yet."
0: Did so, she grow up with any sort of religious values, or she just uh, was an um, atheist, an absolute atheist or agnostic? You know what?
1: I, I think, to be honest, she and I have never really talked a lot about religion, so I'm not what, sure exactly what her background is or was in that regard, but it was just a personal place for her. She just, right. and that's a big thing with all of this for me, is that it's so individual. What you believe, what you experience is is super individual and Everybody needs to come to things from their own place of comfort. So I completely respected what um, she was saying to me. And we just, we continued our friendship. We just didn't really talk about what was going on with me in that sort of aspect of my life. It's funny now because at this point in our relationship, I have now shared messages for her um, from loved ones and she's a little more comfortable and confident, but that wasn't about me. That was about her and her needing to be ready. And actually, the funny thing was with the other friend that I referred to, it was a similar thing. She actually was scared of me, I think.
0: <laughs> she was very, very
1: frightened by the whole, um, the whole idea of all of this. And so she actually avoided me for a little while. And like I said, you know, it can be challenging. I, I didn't want to lose any friends, but I also knew I had to be true to my experience. Yeah. Um, and fortunately for me, um, she sort of started to re-enter the picture uh very cautiously. But um now she is a very intuitive person herself. Wow. She's yeah, she started exploring her own spirituality and um and we have conversations now about it, or she'll read a book and she'll text me and say, Hey, I read this book and it's exactly what you're talking about. And yeah. um So that's great. And then also a a beautiful thing about that is that in the time between this happening um, for me, or really consciously starting to happen for me, and now, um, unfortunately, she lost her mom. So her her mom did pass. But the beautiful part of that is that now she's comfortable Mm -hmm. enough with it that her mom has been able to come through for her through me right on more than one occasion actually anytime we go to go for dinner i get in the car and the first thing that happens is her mom has messages for her so we kind of do that get that out of the way and then move on so um you know as with all challenges eventually they find their way around to being um blessings in disguise um yeah and going back to sort of a point that you made too Um, just a few moments ago, Joe. but the idea of them making money, that's another sort of stigma about um, mediumship or fortune tellers or psychics, right? Um, It's kind of been known as kind of a money grab. I think with anything, there are um, people who um, have integrity and people who are doing good work, um, and then there are those who aren't. Um, But it almost feels or felt like to me, there were more people who had the impression that mediums, channelers were phony or fake than they did have confidence in them or faith or trust.
0: Here's the interesting thing. I agree with you. Uh, I think that is changing. I think there's a shift toward uh, more people believing. Funny thing is, is that I grew up Roman Catholic, right? Yeah. There are people that will tell me that mediums, oh, they have to be fake. There's no proof of them, and then Sunday they get in their car and they go to church, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So somehow in their in their cognitive dissonance, they can say, "Oh no, there's a there's a God in the sky, and uh, I have to go to church, and I have to pray, and I have to you know do all these things," but yet um, to have someone who says. I'm speaking or I'm communicating with that entity or those entities. That's beyond their uh, comprehension, right?
1: Yes. And it's really kind of fascinating, right? Um, I think part of that too is that there has been sort of um, a labeling of, again, back to fear surrounding spirit. Um, I think a lot of people have grown up and have been taught to believe that spirit is something to be feared.
0: Okay, so you mentioned that um, some of the challenges in being a medium is that it's overcoming some of the fears, not that you have, but others have. And you mentioned some of them don't believe. You mentioned that some of them perceive spirits as bad or evil. and. Um, Sort of. What What are some of the other aspects of that?
1: Well, for me, some of the things that I personally had to overcome. I mean, funnily enough, I didn't really have a lot of those fears um, in terms of oh my gosh, um, I'm talking to something evil or this is a bad thing uh, or a scary thing. Um, it's not to say that sometimes it didn't feel bad or didn't feel scary, but I think it was a little bit different. Um, for me, it was more Um, and we've talked about this before, like that idea of going crazy. It's like, okay, am I, am I mentally okay here? I'm, I'm hearing these things. I'm having these thoughts. Um, what does this mean? Is my personality splitting? Am I somehow like becoming, um, I don't even know what the, the correct term would be, but there was a lot of that that happened. And then the managing of the information coming in and it's funny cause I've heard this before from other um, light workers or intuitives or whatever you would like to use as your term. Um, once you discover this ability, you want to save the world, <laughs> 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 right? You're like, Oh my goodness, this is incredible and amazing. And the information that I'm getting, the feelings that I'm getting, this is really good stuff. And I've got to get it out there and I got to help people. And, and then all of a sudden you just open the floodgates and you're just bombarded because my feeling with spirit is that they are so anxious and excited to, to connect with us that if they're given the opportunity, they will take it. So I would just walk around with my doors to my being, my energy field or whatever you want to call it wide open. And saying, okay, if you have a message for this person or this person or anybody, I- I'm here. I'm here. I'll deliver it. I'll do it. And that became extremely overwhelming.
0: <laughs> that, that's definitely a challenge. I mean, you said for a, a long time you were avoiding large crowds. Yeah. Because I can't remember how you explained it. You can explain it better than I can.
1: Yeah, well, one of the analogies I was given at one point was that um, uh, someone who is open to connecting with spirit is like a little light bulb, and spirit are like moths, so you know how moths are attracted to the light. So, for example, if you go to a baseball game, and you're sitting there, and you're this little white light in and amongst thousands of other people, or humans, um, and you're sort of saying, like, I'm open hi, I'm glowing, I'm ready, I'm ready for you. Right. Then all these spirit will come sort of flocking, saying, hey, can you deliver this? Or can you tell them that? Or you can support my person or, um, that I want to connect with. And, and um, so it's like attracting all of these energies to that, that light, that person who's open and willing to communicate. So there was a very steep learning curve <laughs> for me. How, in terms how of, do
0: you get around that? When you yeah. go to, I'm going to say a basketball game because it's a way cooler sport than baseball.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm not going to touch that. I'm
0: not touching <laughs> that. <laughs> or a soccer game. How, 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 you figured out a way to sort of close yourself, turn your light off, right?
1: Yeah. Um, it's about boundaries. It's about boundaries. And I think we sort of alluded to this a little bit in one of our very first episodes. And it's the idea of creating your own relationship with spirit. And it's not coming from a place of responsibility or feeling a responsibility to help others. Um, it's more from a place of knowing that in order to help others, I have to take care of me first. Right. So if I drain myself by allowing, you know, every spirit and their brother to show up. Um, oh, I just got distracted. Sorry.
0: Right. I thought we were going to go one uh, episode without any uh, distraction, <laughs> but I guess not.
1: Well, we might have thought that, but um, they might have something else to say. Because I said, Uh,
0: while while you're tuning in, I'll uh, fill in those who haven't seen the other episodes. When she says she's feeling distracted, usually that means that she's being interrupted by uh, someone, spirit, plural, singular, we still don't know any of that, so... (laughs) Are they going to identify themselves, Janet? Well,
1: at this point, this is a female energy. I'm not quite sure. I feel like if it was my guide, I would be sensing that more strongly, and I, I don't feel like I am yet. Um, but she's telling me to back up. She says we're going sort of in a, uh, in a different direction, um, and she wants to highlight something that was said earlier. She's talking about um, their reputation or her reputa- her reputation. Um, You know that uh, I always just have to say what I'm getting. Um, Again, another challenge of being a medium is feeling very vulnerable in terms of putting out what you're getting. But what I am getting is Mother Mary. Okay? Okay. Um, She says that her role is a role of nurturer. Um, so she, she was put on earth to nurture, um, and she carries over that role in the afterlife or where she is now in heaven. Um, she says, spirit is not, not about God. She's pausing. So I just have to honor that. Sorry yeah. if it's boring. <laughs> um, she says it again. Spirit is not, not about God. She says this, she's, she's very emotional. I feel like I'm welling with tears. She said, so many are afraid to embrace spirit for fear that they are dishonoring God.
0: She says, My message today is simple. Embracing
1: the existence, the connection, the relationship with spirit is to embrace God. You must learn this, know this, internalize this in order to defeat the fear that has been created throughout the existence of man. That keeps us separated. That keeps you separated from who is your God. In love and light, my children. And by the grace of God. Amen. Wow. Just taking a moment, cause that
0: Yeah. Take as much time as you need.
1: Yeah. Um, there's such a beauty in it.
0: Okay, so we're back. We took a little break. Um, in the edit, it will go by in two seconds. But in <laughs> reality, we took a little five-minute break. So we're back. So you connected with Mother Mary. Yes. That's not your first time connecting with that. That's why, I mean, people might have said, like, why isn't my face... I think you've connected with her before, and nothing shocks me anymore.
1: Yeah, that's the funny thing. Sometimes when I watch the um, when I watch the videos back, and I sort of see your reactions, it's like it's totally casual and totally normal (laughs) (laughs) that we're talking to dead people and channeling popes and Mother Mary or whatever. But it's because you've been exposed to this for some time now. It's the same with my husband, Winnie. You know, when I channel for him, sometimes he's like, "Yeah, okay," and I'm like, "You just heard from." Dead people, yeah. aren't you blown away? And he's like, "Yeah, but I hear from them every like second Tuesday." So,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, usually I'm writing notes down. I tried to write down what she said, uh, and then my writing is so sloppy. Um, do you remember what she said? You all, you often forget too, as soon as you say. Yeah,
1: that. I often forget too. So we might have to uh, to look back at the edit to to know exactly what it was because it was um, very poignant. I think very, um, it felt, um, it felt there was a layer of sadness connected to it. Um, almost like a pleading sense, like a, just please just listen, just hear me was sort of another sense that I felt, um, with it. Um, and you know, we've been talking today, uh, about the challenges of mediumship. And, you know, this is a good example of one of them, um, you know, claiming to be connecting with Mother Mary is, uh, is something that honestly, truthfully makes me feel very vulnerable. As much as I trust it, I have come to trust it because it has been my existence 24-7 for the last several years of my life. Right. Um, it, it is, uh, you know me, I'm not one to create waves. I'm uh, not one to um, disagree with others, or to create any kind of conflict. I think part of that is because I, I just feel like there is so much importance in every person's experience. So I almost don't feel a need to contradict somebody else's experience. It may not line up with mine, and I may not even like it at all in some cases but I've just come to appreciate that there is value in what everybody in this experience is experiencing. And so it's not up to me. I don't feel to create more negativity or to create conflict about it. Um, It's kind of like what George Carlin said last week. It's like, it's more about gathering the information. Like I'm happy to gather the information about people's feelings and their interpretations. Um, but I try to allow myself to guide myself. And so that's why, you know, even though it may be controversial to say I'm channeling Mother Mary or to, to share some of the messages that I receive, I just have come to a place where I feel like it's okay for me because right. it's my experience and that's okay. Um, take it or leave it, like it or don't. it it is what it is.
0: Okay. So another interesting episode of talking to the dead with Janet Kubik. Uh, Last week we spoke to George Carlin, who I'm a big fan of, and I thought it can't get any bigger than that. And then (laughs) today we spoke to mother Mary. She spoke to us. I was starting to write down some interview questions and she, she bolted on us pretty quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I think she said
1: what she needed to say at this point in time. And I think if we go back to, um, (laughs) and really uh, hone in on what she said, it feels like it was a simple statement, but that there was so much packed into it. Does that make sense?
0: 100% to me, yes. Yeah,
1: Yeah. something to really sit with and think about and let your mind explore and let your heart and your body explore.
0: Okay, you're watching and or listening to Talking to the Dead with Janet Kubik. Please don't forget to subscribe on whichever platform you're listening or watching on and please sign up for Janet's email list at janetcubic.com. Bye, Janet. Bye. Thanks so much for checking in.